Welcome to this week's episode of Lagnapod. Uh, we took a week off last week, so uh, those of you Lagnapod starved individuals out there, this is uh, we're back. I'm here with uh, with this is Rob Holbert, by the way. I should introduce myself, one of the co-hosts, uh, along with Scott Johnson, Dale Leash, Tommy Hicks. It's a man show this it's week. All male version of Lagnapod. Yeah, Ashley's doing some other stuff that's more important than than hanging out here with us. But uh, so uh, one of the big things that has gone on since we've been off since the last the version of the show uh dale is the is there's a new bridge program here there's a the mpos have said we got a we got a plan so after, the bridge is coming right is this after, it after i let me i i can't tell you what it what it felt like to actually maybe see the bridge come to fruition uh, when I, I started here in 2014 and i think shortly after that i started writing about the bridge yeah. some iteration yeah. of it oh yeah uh, uh, you know, talking to the build the bridge people. Being We've been writing about bridges since, bridges since for, we started the paper. Right, in tw- in twenty years 20, ago, you know, two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two, yeah, and I can finally about. say, uh, without any doubt, that well, a little, still a little doubt, but it it appears that the bridge is actually going to happen finally. So, so people have asked me this. You know, is that it? Is this mean it's going to really happen? Yes. It, what's the what's the, is there a possible fly in the ointment? Is there anything that could could screw this up at this point? I think all of the possible roadblocks at this point have been exhausted. You that know, was pretty punny there, but anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah I, you know, I. Uh, when when this came up in 2019, and everybody was up in arms about the six dollar toll, and they were trying to figure out a way to stop it from happening, the last chance they had was through the MPO boards, right. Eastern Shore right. and and uh, Mobile County, and now it appears that I mean both boards have passed that they've they've approved the plan for the for the you know the Cable State Bridge and the new right. Bayway. So it appears it's happening, whether whether you want it or not. I guess I will. I will go back and say, you know, look the the people who complained before and the and and got the NPO to not include this in their TIF did everybody a service. Even though you know we may have looked at it and said, oh my god, this you know there's a lot of whining about mm-hmm. about this uh, tolls. The reality is they did a service because the the plan Governor Ivy had put together was terrible. The, this whole public-private partnership thing yep. would have made this independent contractor billions of dollars right. and put them in complete control of when this bridge, when the toll, when and if the toll would I ever mean, go away. I mean, the toll wouldn't have gone if away. You, if you look right. anywhere else in the country that yeah. this has happened, the toll never goes away. The toll would not and have gone they away. they just continue yeah. to raise the toll. They make billions and billions of dollars, and it is, it's just a loser for the, for the public. And this is a much better plan in that the, you know, whatever money is going to have to come from the state will be bonded by the state. The state will be able to retire the, 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 yeah. the uh, toll whenever the they toll need will to. be retired when the bond is paid off. Yeah. I mean, that's the plan right now. Anyway, right. that could change. Uh, yeah. I don't expect it to, the yeah. toll is also a lot less theor. I mean, it is a lot less in I mean, actuality. Yeah. yeah, it is. And what you'll pay. Cause if you, you'll get the transponder, you'll get the algo right. pass. And you'll pay two fifty instead of six dollars. Now, if you're from out of town, you don't have a transponder. You're going to pay five fifty, but that's kind of the whole point, right? I mean, if you live here and you are a lunatic and you like to drive across the Bayway, I think that's God bless you. I mean, first you know, of all. I, yeah. that's not my bag, man. I don't go across the Bayway unless 
No, I don't go across the bayway. I mean, it's just like there's Didn't an op- have a nappy category, a great about opportunity yeah. to get yeah. trapped up there in a tr- in a giant traffic jam versus going across the going through the causeway. And which, now you can get trapped you know, in a traffic jam on a bayway that's twelve feet high. Right? Yeah, it's so. twelve feet higher. So you can't even <laughs> like if remember oh, the guy God. that jumped off the off the bayway to save his dog. You know, you know, a couple of years ago there was a they had a traffic jam out there and his dog leaped over the edge. And now you know you would think first of all the dog would. 12 feet higher, a dog's going to think better of it. But even if the dog goes, this time, maybe maybe you don't dive over if, you're, if it's 12 feet higher. Yeah, that's or, a, you know, you just let the dog go. Like, well, that's quite a Rover was, yeah. was a nice dog for eight just years. Just when the traffic jam ends, you just go to the pound and get a new one, right? Yeah. No, that's right terrible. into an alligator's mouth. Just right. crap. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's terrible. But the um, – <laughs> so, I mean, this will – maintain the bayway will i mean obviously the bayway will be part of the uh the new bridge will be you'll have a new bayway you'll have a bridge toll to get across yes um but if you wanted to go across africa town bridge or if you want to go under the bankhead tunnel those will remain free wallace so tunnel, wallace tunnel wallace will remain tunnel, free yeah. and you'll be able to go from the wallace tunnel to the causeway right uh, without paying a toll, which right. is another improvement on this plan right. from the last plan where all of those, except for maybe the, I think the Africa town bridge was still untold, but yeah. all those other, all those other things that we've had for years and years and years would have been told yeah. for some reason. Yeah. So, so, so you'd pay the toll at Bankhead. No, 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 no. You would pay the toll midway through the Bayway. Yeah. Uh, the new, yeah. they've going to, they would have like this toll gate yes. and it just kind of scans everything. Okay. Right. So okay. if you have the transponder, it trans, it, it hits the transponder. Plus, there's a forty dollar a month thing for frequent users. Yeah. If they use it, if you use it for work, which a lot of people in Mobile do, um, you'd use. You know, I think they said it. You basically use the bridge forty four times. You pay forty dollars. Yeah. So, so it's, it's less than a dollar yeah. a trip. Yeah. I mean, it's it, not a bad deal. I mean, no, would I, mean, I like it, it to not be told? Of course. Sure. sure. Nobody wants it told, but, but it's. It, if we stand around on principle and say we'll never have a bridge unless there's a, no toll on it, we will never have a bridge. Yeah. And this, it, it needs to get done. And the traffic's only going to get worse. Yes, it is only getting worse, yeah. and it needs to happen. I mean, we we work we work on Government Street, guys, and like we Thursdays now, Thursdays and Fridays, oh. it's it's backed up all the way to George yeah. Street. Yeah. It's it's out of control. Out of it, control. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I think it's a good thing. I think it's. I'm I'm way happier with the fact that the that the state retains some control on this and that we can get rid of this toll and that somebody else isn't getting their pockets lined by it. You know, some, some third party that is going to be out there in control of this thing forever. Yeah, If I want pockets getting lined, I want to make sure it's the state only. Yes. The state's pockets need to get lined. They just need to pay for this bridge and then unline their pockets. Everybody needs to unline their pockets. I was thinking about my pockets. I want my pockets lined. Yeah. I mean, just don't don't take the toll. Scott, you got a piece of this action. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You got some piece uh, of this bridge. Publicity in in, in exchange for some money. Line something up. Um, so moving forward on that, we've got moving away from that subject. We've got redistricting going on right now too. That's that we're we're right at the deadline on redistricting, aren't we? Um, yeah. If you want to watch the council meeting with me on Tuesday, you better pack a lunch. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, and that's on deadline too. So that'll be fun for yours truly. Yes. Um, yeah. August the uh, August twelfth is the deadline. The next meeting before August twelfth is August 9th. So theoretically, they could call a special meeting. Um. I don't know if they will. All all indications are that they will vote on some plan on the ninth, and, and we've got we've got three maps. One that we've talked about before that Stimson has introduced yeah. with fifty one percent 
black voting age population, District 7. Uh, a second map, the community came up with 53% black voting age population. And, a la- and the last one uh, that kind of moves the lines around a little bit but remains 53% black voting age population. So one of those three maps will be voted on one way or the other, and we'll see what happens. So, you know, we've got, uh, you know, obviously the, the thing that keeps kind of hanging over all this too is that when it's done, then the annexation plan's going to kick in. We're going to vote on annexation again. And if annexation occurs, redistricting will have to happen again. And, I, and I've said this on the radio. This is the best, this plan, I think, given what I know of the, the annexation plan, this plan has got the, it's the best one we're going to get, yeah. I think. The best yeah. possible chance at getting annexation passed. So yeah, if annexation passes, we go back to the drawing board on redistricting. But I think that politically, people feel a lot more better about that possibility if they've, if they've already set kind of the boundaries of what they're looking at so so, we'll so is, i guess is scott jones is thinking about abstaining once again he's going to abstain you know i i'm just going to say here you know to the to all of our listeners on lagnapod that abstentions to me you know when you're just continuously abstaining from stuff i don't think you're really doing your job well at that he's, point. he's doing this on principle i yeah. i kind of feel better just not, vote against it well don't yeah. abstain yeah. abstaining <laughs> is abstaining is Abstention is like you know I'm here, but I'm not. I I just but in but in I this, can't, I'm not going to speak my. Well, piece, you had you, you have know? in Congress, yeah. you have present votes. It's like yeah, that. Yeah. Um. It's but like I, I will say this. You know, in this something that needs five votes that probably has four votes right now. Yeah. An abstention is basically a no vote. Yes, of right? course it is. So yeah. So you've got this is going to come down to Gina Gregory, whose district has changed the most, and and Joel Daves to decide how this goes. So we've got, you're looking at Joel Dave's being the swing vote really. And it's uh, pretty remarkable. Well, it's, um, I'm just on principle on my principle. I think abstentions are, are really kind of, I hear I'm okay with it in this. I'm okay with this in this one kind of a chicken way out, but he's doing it over and over again, though he's abstaining all the time. Well, he's not, no, his predecessor, Bess Rich was a much better abstainer. And she, and she seemed to do it because she didn't want to vote something. Yeah. Make something unpopular and vote. Make herself unpopular by voting no or yes. She didn't want to get caught in something. With him, it's more of a principle thing, and I can kind of respect that a little bit more. Just vote no if you don't like it. (laughs) But anyway. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with Tommy Hicks and some sports. Hero Sports Bar and Grill now open seven days a week at both locations. Ask about our new hot wings, the Singapore Sting and the Nature Boy. Come have a clipper at Heroes, Mobile's own since 1998. Hero Sports Bar and Grill now offers curbside seven days a week. Call 433-HERO for Dolphin Street or 341-WING for Hillcrest. Try our kick-ass spinach and crawfish dip. And thanks for supporting Heroes, a Mobile original since 1998. And we're back with Tommy Hicks. So, Tommy, it's August. And that can only mean one thing. Bad football. Football. <laughs> but I guess there's, you know, we've got a lot of football coming up, but there's, there's one type of football that we won't have that we thought we were going to have, and that is major league football. Yeah. So what happened there? What's going on? Somebody didn't count the money. Somebody didn't count the money. <laughs> so we had major league football, major which league is football. explain that again. What is major league football? That is an excellent question. It is actually supposed to be a spring league was. that will begin mm-hmm. that will begin mm-hmm. in April. Uh, so they thought they would have what we would call a soft opening 
and have like a four game schedule in August. Yeah. Always a good plan, right. I think. Yeah. When high schools are right. You know, three, yeah. two weeks in, they'll be playing. Good thing to like compete against actual football. Actual yeah, football. But, and then colleges, you know, are in camp. So if you're in the South, you don't really care about Major League Football, the, even if you did care about yeah, Major right. League Football. Yeah, the, so, the air raid or, you know, whatever yeah, they were. Airborne, the, the airborne. Airborne yeah. crash. Yeah. Everybody so, crashed. So they, they've got this thing together. They're going to have this, this little this season, this small season. Yeah. And these guys are out there practicing at LAD. They all had, they had four teams and all four teams were in Mobile to do their training camp. Was Jerry Glanville here? He was, was he, here. He was here. Year old Jerry Glanville, Glanville was here. Elvis was not, but Jerry was. And, but and, uh, Elvis also was not paying the the hotel bill either. No, he's not. Somebody no was apparently some, No that. one was paying the hotel bill and therefore – Therefore, they locked the players out last Wednesday. Right after a hot sweat, after a hot sweaty practice, I'm sure. Yes, that would be fun. Hopefully, they got a shower first before they had to leave. Did they at least get a bus pass back home? No, that's they got nothing. These guys are just standing here with. They were counting on being paid per game. Yeah, what I was told. Don't know if this is accurate, but what I was told is that. Players would make two thousand dollars a game. Winners would get an extra five hundred. If you won that game, you got a five hundred dollar bonus. So you would make a little incentive to go out there and play. Do, do we know who owns the this league? And I'm making air quotes when I say I owns. Do we that. have any idea? Uh, well, it is a publicly traded. Oh, yeah. Company. Well, I, I wish I'd gotten in on that. Yeah, you know? me and you both. I'll put that right uh, next well, to my right next to my Dogecoin. You know, the, I'm thinking a, there's a availability. Oh yeah, might still be buy some stock there. Uh, they made that a big part of their you know their mission was that they wanted to help players in their prof- you know push along in their professional careers. And they probably have by teaching them not to trust stuff like this. Exactly. Maybe you know that this is probably not Don't a great do idea. This way. You know, Go it, to something it's, else. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, of course, we all look at this. We we kind of laugh at it. So okay, you know, we've seen these types of things before. There's always these little weird leagues that come out. People have big ideas, and they rarely even get going at all. And th- and that's the same cir- circumstance here. That there's no games being played. The players, no no money. The only people who got paid were the people at Lad People. Apparently, I guess they got they Lad did got their money up front. They said we're not doing anything unless we get prepaid. Right. So Lad smart of them. Smart of them on that one. Yes. Thirty thousand. And you know, I talked to Danny Cordy about that. I said, well, what about you know the hotels? It's strange that the hotels would lock people out, you know, because if you think the money's coming, then, you know, you give them a yeah. chance. And he said that standing operating procedure for situations like this, where it's a training camp, where you bring yeah. is to get prepayment. I would think. And they did, apparently they did not uh, work that into their respect. That, the hotel should not work that into their I, respect. I'm, I'm kind of surprised at that. I mean, I just I would, too. I would look at this as if they were, if they were coming here to buy advertising, I would be like, you're going to need to bring cash. Yes. You know, there's not, there's not going to be any like we'll pay you the day after it runs or anything like that. We yeah, would no, need, no, no, no. we would need that money up front. And you know, maybe they did pay a little bit, but then they paid for a week. And yeah, they were here for. They probably, uh, they obviously must have spent some money, but then you know. So I mean, that's a that's a, a strange, uh, another strange chapter in the 
Lad Peebles uh, yeah. book these days. You know, there's it's a. Um, I know they were touting this as one of the things that they were going to have going on there, and now it's not going on now there. It's gone. Um, so, but things we do have going on, yeah. there is actual football that is going to be played, and we're and the segues in this. I know it's, this it's amazing; isn't it? just incredible. There, there I are, love yeah. them. Yes. I love them. So, how are you? How, what do we got going on? What are the, what's the top stuff we're looking forward to? Obviously, high school starts first, right? High school, uh, they some school like five or six schools started a week ago because they did not participate in spring practice. Okay, so they're allowed to start a week earlier. They yeah. didn't hold spring practice. Usually, those are smaller schools where. Athletes are playing baseball. Other stuff, and, yeah. Know, not yeah. available. You'd waste your time. Uh, everyone else could join in starting Monday of this week. Yeah. Uh, you only have 15, 16 days before the season starts. The season will start the week of August 18, 19. Yeah. That Thursday, Friday, we have one game here on a Thursday, and then Everybody who's playing that weekend will play again. Uh, start up on Friday. So, do we have the stadium situation? We do settled. Not. We okay. have asked for schedules as to where teams without on-campus stadiums will be playing. That's important. Now, who have you asked? Is that from the uh, Mobile uh, County Public School System? Yes. And they didn't get a quick answer. You didn't get a quick answer from I Mobile County an Public. Answer, much less a quick you answer. You didn't get an answer from the Mobile County Public School System. I know, stunning. That is amazing. That, they are. Um, I, I, they're really usually. They be, they're Dale, usually right on top of this. Dale I mean, they me really up are. Off the floor. I couldn't yeah, believe it happened. I'm, I'm always surprised. Don't mention my name in I'm this. This is you. That, I'm surprised when that phone doesn't ring within five seconds. You know, they're just right on it. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Know. Let me look. No, that's not uh, That's not them. Yeah, that's not them. No. Phone's ringing? That's not them. No, it's no. not them. So we're still waiting to see. Wait, if didn't there's... they hire some more public relations people They've there, too? They've got like 28 people yeah, I think now they, in they the hired office. a few more people out there. Still not calling. Still okay. Not, I, yeah. I got okay. to go. <laughs> y'all, y'all finish this without me. <laughs> well, we're going to call you into it. Okay. <laughs> well, so anyway, so theoretically, at some point, someone over there will tell us where these this games is where are going to be played. Play their yes. games. It may even be a week-to-week thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I'm not looking forward to that. Oof. I kind of... I'm old-fashioned. I like a schedule in front of me, and I know what yeah. I'm dealing with. No uh, one thinks you're not old-fashioned, Tommy. I'm old. Yeah, and fashioned. And I'm fashioned. Yeah, yeah there so you go. Old-fashioned. old-fashioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we've got uh, those guys will be cranking up pretty soon here. Um, you've got South also getting ready. South Alabama begins on Friday. Their first uh, day on the field will be Friday. Uh it is going to be a much, much different team than you saw even in the spring. Yeah. Uh, they, they did a lot of work in the transfer portal after spring where they could evaluate what they had and what their needs were, and they have, uh, they have approached those needs through the transfer portal. They have portalized their way into they a better have, situation, they, huh? They've done a good job. They, were, yeah. they are picked to finish second in the Sun Belt okay. West Division. Let, are oh, you yeah. part of that hype train? Are you think they'll, you think they'll I perform think they're going well? to be a better team. I think yeah. that they have a chance to have a really good season. I mean, think What's about the strong this. point? Defense? Or what do you think? Defense is going to be really yeah. good. They, they're very deep on the, at linebacker and at um, the defensive line. And then you look at who they have in the secondary. Keith Gallman is a preseason watch list guy. Daryl Luter Jr. is a preseason watch list, preseason All-American. Uh, Yam Banks is back. And then you've got the portal. You've got three or four guys that they've added uh, from other schools in the portal to the secondary. 
it makes sense that they would tighten up the defense too, because I mean that's where he came. Uh, you know, head coach came from a power five yeah. school as a defensive well, coordinator. Well, he was a defensive coordinator, yeah. so that's always been his deal. Yeah. Uh, offensively, they should be much better. Uh, they're going to running back has always been kind of an issue uh, as far as depth and, and and people, and they have again the portal. They picked up three guys uh, since January. Well, one junior college guy, uh, Webb, who uh, was a former Mr. Uh, football in the state okay. there. And then they've had a couple other guys. Uh, offensive line has been added. So I think it's going to be a lot better team. Well, good, man. It's uh, be exciting. I can't wait to get out there and watch those guys play again. It was uh, I, I, I didn't get to see most of the season last year because of my boating problems. But, uh, but I did really enjoy getting out there and watching their team. They looked, it, they looked good out there. And I think uh, it's, it'll be exciting if they are. In fact, a, a more uh, competitive team and have that opportunity maybe to win the division. That would be cool. Yeah, it will be good. Be very cool. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the third and final segment. Hero Sports Bar and Grill now open seven days a week at both locations. Ask about our new hot wings, the Singapore Sting and the Nature Boy. Woo! Come have a clipper at Heroes, Mobile's own since 1998. Hero Sports Bar and Grill now offers curbside seven days a week. Call 433-HERO for Dolphin Street or 341-WING for Hillcrest. Try our kick-ass spinach and crawfish dip. And thanks for supporting Heroes, a Mobile original since 1998. And we're back with the third and final segment. Um... One of the things that has been really fascinating in the last couple of weeks, if, if you guys, I know you all have paid a little bit of attention because uh, I've sent you e- texts about it, but uh, so there's, there's Matrix LLC is a public relations firm kind of a, a, a here in, in Alabama, and they have this reputation for more or less, you know, being the, the, if you want dirty deeds, not done dirt cheap, they're your guys. They're the, they're the guys who do a lot of work behind the scenes. Uh, especially with big uh, utilities, things like that, Alabama Power, some of these others that uh, you know they they kind of get there, they help them push their agenda, and they also are their reputation is that they hammer the people who are getting their way. And so hmm. um, there's a major league lawsuit going on right now uh, up in Birmingham between Matrix and a guy that used to work with Matrix named uh, Jeff Pitts. He started a group called Canopy Partners and went to Florida. And uh, Joe Perkins owns Matrix. They have this massive lawsuit going on. And that is leading to uh, documents being leaked and also just things being seen in the uh, in the lawsuit itself huh. that seems we like haven't seen have, before. It seems like they should have better public relations. Well, you know, they tried to, they tried to shut this thing down. They yeah. tried to keep it, uh, you know, uh, pits, the Canopy partners tried to get this thing where you know to have yeah. it shielded where nobody could see it but joe perkins wouldn't let them do that they fought against it wow and so uh it's it's out there in the open where people are seeing it so in the last couple of weeks there have been a ton of stories out of florida involving florida power and light and their use of matrix to funnel money to other uh to other businesses other people uh, mm-hmm. You know, including like an invest a group of investigators that followed a reporter around. They followed a guy around who uh, was writing some some columns they didn't like, 
And uh, actually, they've got the texts between the investigators and one of the Florida Power and Light officials. And they basically, it sounded like they were the guy, I guess the guy's favorite team had won. And he, he wrote on Facebook, time to go get drunk. And they out, actually went out there to try to chase him down and watch him. And they were sad. They were like, kind of, oh my gosh, darn, he got in an Uber. You know, I think they were trying to catch him drinking and driving is what they were doing. But all that stuff is, I mean, they bought a, they bought into a, uh, an online publication called the capitalist that they, they've really been shown that they are using that Florida power and light is sort of directing the editorial content in that thing. And there was you even, don't say. Yeah, believe it or not. And they you, actually they actually even a power company controlling the editorial of, of an a, online of publication. An online publication. Who'd have thunk that's it? where right. he's headed. It did sound weird, right? So yeah, you know I've never it was heard like, of such a thing. So, you know, that's I guess that's the fascinating part. They they actually even floated a plan to <laughs> buy like four Gannett papers oh. over there and fire as they put the clown journalists oh, and Jesus. just fill oh it God. full of, of Florida power and light uh their stuff, you know, the stuff they wanted it written about. But so all that is in Florida, of course, but are you, it does, are you, it does are you, involve matrix. Are you bringing this up to tell us that you're selling land? You have to Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as soon as they, as soon as that check clears, um, oh, they, man. as soon as they lower my power rate, but anyway, so they, <laughs> the, um, of course, matrix is also Alabama power is a big, right. is a big client of matrix. Sure. And one of the things that happened the other day on Friday, late Friday afternoon, Canopy subpoenaed uh, Alabama Power and the Southern Company for all sorts of documentation between between those companies and Matrix, including the uh, including things alleging basically that they had had members of the Southern Company board followed and and uh, any kind of information they had dug up on on public officials and employees there. I mean, it's just, it's just on and on. It's, oh I mean, again, it's a subpoena. It doesn't prove anything. People can subpoena and, you know, but it is interesting that that those are the, they sound very specific. The things they're looking for are very specific. And, you know, it, it goes back into this whole issue of th- that we've looked at for a while that I've certainly been interested in for a while is these is, you know, things like Yellowhammer news, Alabama political reporter, these web only publications, that um, I've heard from people involved with them uh, that, yeah, they get money on the sly from, from Alabama power. Um, Alabama power kind of denies it to some extent, but they do it in a very strange way. But when you look at how things are set up, you know, Alabama power has its own website, its news website, Al- you know, Al- news to Alabama news to De- Alabama yeah. news center. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Alabama news center. You wouldn't think for, it was Alabama power. It, it's written on there. Very small yeah. at, news from Alabama power. But, but what they do is then they push it to these other websites and they pick those up. And sometimes those guys put their own byline on it, you know, so it goes to Alabama political reporter and they put staff report. So they, they treat it, it like a, and, this is a little inside baseball, but they treat it like a press release. Like when well, we rewrite a press release, they, we'll put staff report they're, on They're it. not even really do, treating, treating it like that. They're treating it more like wire copy. They're running the, oh, okay. the, the story is run verbatim. It's not. So they don't, they don't rewrite it even. These are not press okay. releases. These right. are fully written news stories. I mean, stories. it was bad enough the first the way I was describing yeah, it, but yeah. I hear what you're saying. Okay. I say, we don't do that, but I mean, yeah, it, it's but like some laundering do. stories. Yes. No, yeah. we don't, we don't run a, press release verbatim but no, we do rewrite no, press right. releases. Yeah. yeah and you, you do some work and, and everybody do some does yeah. i mean it's just but, what happens but i mean there's but th- in this circumstance you've got 
they're doing that. And so it, maybe it goes to Yellowhammer News and they write, you know, Alabama News Center on it. And if you don't know what Alabama News Center is, if you're just a reader and you right. think, well, that sounds like a news organization. But all of this stuff is, is pretty interesting because I think there's a, a big potential for this lawsuit to, to out this network of payments that are going on to these online publications that are sort of dominating. I don't know if dominating is the right word, but they are certainly very prevalent in Alabama at this point. They just keep popping up more and more right. of these. Um, well, we're, we're the, a new news organization, but they're, they're not really news. They're, they're, you know, you don't know who their ownership is really. Who's doing what? And a lot of them are it's, commentary dressed up as news. They are. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, it's, it's pretty fascinating stuff to me. And I hope everybody uh, kind of pays attention to it a little bit That's sort more. of, I mean, that's kind of, I don't want to get too in the weeds on this because we got other things to talk about, but that's kind of what happens when all, you know, we kind of stopped doing when everybody stopped, except us, obviously stopped doing the, like the local news, yeah. locally owned thing. And they kind of gave up on, on trying to run a successful newspaper. People, people sell out or they, I, you know, I think it is definitely the vacuum invites yes, this sort of thing. The vacuum. The, the vacuum of not having local newspapers and um, not having locally owned newspapers in a lot of places is, cause you see this creates, happening all over it, the it country. It creates opportunities. Yeah. And you see, this is happening. VC, at, VC firms are taking over yeah. newspapers, stripping them for oh, parts, sure. making sure. them content farms. It's the right. same thing. Yeah, it is. And, and it's, you know, and also you're seeing, this playbook by large, uh, by large uh, uh, utilities all across the country. Yeah, you know, getting into this yeah, sort yeah. of thing. We're fighting. They're fighting underneath everything. You know, they're fighting their for their you know their agenda by using fake news more or less. Well, you know, they, they fake, know people fake will, websites. People will and, and as long news. as it's on a website, people will read it and think it's news, right? right? So right. that's what they do. And you know, that's what I think. That's what the the key to a lot of it is. Is sort of like sprinkle in some real news, sprinkle in, you know, let these guys that, at these websites right. do some stories. But then anytime, you know, we need something written about what we want or somebody's against us, they're going to get pounded They're gonna, You know, it's and it. That's what it's, that's it's what basically mostly spawn con, which is sponsored content yes. with with some legitimate news mixed yeah. in is yeah. what we're looking at. Yeah. Okay. And, and and how legitimate is it? <laughs> Fair questionable enough. Sometimes. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, We'll flip over to another one. The big story this week, Scott, your your big story is about a bakery, right? Yeah, yeah. talking about local news. Uh, yeah, we had Pullman's Bake Shop. Bakery shop? What you, Pullman's Bake, bake It's Bake Shop. Pullman's Bake Shop is, you know, 104 years old here in Mobile. Just announced that they're closing two locations. They're going to be keeping open the... the uh, their location at Broad Street in Virginia, which is I, that's I, like the main yeah, I've heard location the where they bake everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So people are very upset, and I hear that the brownies are a big people. Uh, yeah. People are losing it, aren't they? Oh, people yeah. are they, absolutely they, you wrote beside the story, themselves. You wrote the story yesterday. You put it online, and it people have gone berserk. Oh yeah, the, the concept yeah. that they're leaving, which I mean, it, it is terrible. It's a, it's a. I mean, but they're not gone yet, and you know, not it's yet. Like, they're just closing down two of their of the three. They have locations. three locations. They're closing down two of them. They will retire and close it then. But that's, that's what not they said for yeah. at least. But you a know, while. they may if they may decide to sell it to somebody else and keep it going. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, I, I mean, know. you could you could make a recipe book. You could sell the franchise name. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. You, you can make a lot. To Burnt, you know, in closing this thing down. There probably aren't very many people in Mobile who haven't had Pullmans, though. It's it is no, a, it is ubiquitous. It is a thing, man. It is a serious, you know, it's a tradition around here. So it's uh, they. I the, do love their dobosh cake. The freak dobosh. out is probably 
Dubosh. Maybe the the freakout may be well deserved. I don't know, but yeah. it is. There's definitely. I. It's always funny when you see stories like this, and you say, "Okay, well, we're going to write a story in that," but, and just like all of a sudden, the reaction is so much <laughs> greater than you even would have imagined. You know, yeah. thought, oh, you know, people are going to be like, ah, oh, you know. That's too bad. And it's not, it's just the level of like, oh no, I can't believe that. Oh, yeah. It is on par with the Choco Taco going away. The, the Pullman's <laughs> yeah. love. It is on I, par with I've that. Never I'm not had even kidding. a Choco Taco, I don't They're think. They're not you know? good. It's yeah. kind of a trash treat. I don't know yeah. why people love it so much. People have yeah. talked about the Choco Taco. Jeff uh, Poor's very, he's been ch- tweeting about Choco Tacos he, quite he a bit. He would tweet about and, the Choco yeah. Taco. He's, he's, <laughs> he's the type. He seems yeah. to me, you know, he, Jeff, Jeff's real snide about it, but I bet he's got some Choco Tacos. Oh, he doesn't like the Choco Taco. He well, acts like he does, right. but I, I got a I'm feeling. I'm on board with him. Then I yeah. bet he got some in this freezer. It's terrible. He seems Jeff way too. I, he seems way too clued in on this. Jeff and I don't agree on much. We agree on the fact that the Choco Taco is probably well, terrible. Well, they don't make those at Pullman, so no, we won't we're getting off track. That. But I thought I'd track. bring it up. I like Pullman's. I'm I'm sorry that they're closing two of their locations, but their Virginia Street location is the one I use anyway. So yeah, that's always the one I ended up going. Y'all are gonna have to come down to where I go. I'm sorry. Down the bay. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this week of Lagnapod. We'll uh, we'll be back next Thursday. Bye, guys. The Lagnapod is a Something Extra Publishing production. Executive producers are Rob Holbrook and Ashley Trice. Music is by Some Pulse Sounds and Electro Animals. Only subscribers like you have access to this podcast. Tell your friends they can sign up at my.lagnapmobile.com. For advertising opportunities, please call 251-450-4466.